Everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, they're Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. are back at Mr. Irrelevant on Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, and uh, this is it's your boy, Pod Drew, in a brand new studio. Uh, studio B is no longer in existence. It's uh, raised to the ground. I was really mad about the Patriots' loss, and I uh, blew that shit up. I'm sorry, guys. E-Nam, are you really taking responsibility right now? I was trying to make it seem like oh, no, a wrecking ball crew came in and took down the studio, but... Oh, you're no, admitting it's fine. to you I destroyed it. Came in like a wrecking ball, so it was it was the wrecking ball crew, like they took up, you know, Brady. Yep. You know, yes. last week. Came out, destroyed the studio. They just reenacted all those hits on our furniture and now the <laughs> studio's no more and I'm really sorry. Exactly. It's fine. This is nice. I like these new dicks. Yeah. For a second I thought she said Marv was still in the studio when that happened. I was pretty worried, but I'm glad yeah. to see her say no, yes, you made I, it out of there. I spared Yeah, them. I managed to okay. you know, make my way out. So it's the Super Bowl, just days away. We got to get all into it. Hopefully, everyone listened to that Mister's Mini from last week, which was supposed to be an AFC NFC Championship kind of a recap. Really, we mostly talked about Peyton Manning for ninety percent of that time. You know, go back and listen to it anyway. But first things first, what is the name for this new studio here, which hopefully has some good sound quality? I, mean, I feel like we're in like a real box right now. Well, that's not a studio name. I do feel <laughs> the cozy. Box. I feel enclosed. This, wow, I really didn't, I didn't notice that. It is literally like a box when you come in here. The cube? The cube. The cube. Studio cube? Studio the cube. cube. Studio cube, I like it. All this right, guy works so well on his toes, Jesus. He's a so professional. He's a professional, this guy. Who, which guy are you guys talking This one, right here, Pod Drew, oh, okay. our host. Our quarterback. Yeah, I don't know if there, because one, one side of the cube is clear, like see-through, so yes. I don't know if there's someone standing behind no, me. No, no, no. No. Oh, thanks, guys. Well, anyway, uh, let's just get right into it, what everyone wants to talk about the week leading up to the Super Bowl, which is Russell Wilson's Twitter game and Google game, <laughs> <He's so laughs> Bing game, whatever he claims. Uh, it was so bad. She said, Marv, why don't you, for anyone that missed the story, why don't you recap what happened with and then uh, I think... Enam, you have uh, something, some things to add. So, Russell Wilson, it was a Wednesday, so it was last Wednesday, and he just wanted to profess his, uh, his love for his fine-ass girlfriend, Ciara. So he posted some, some WCW, you know, Women Crush Wednesday posts. As one does. So that's what WCW Ciara. means. Not that's what WCW, not World Championship Wrestling. I, mean, I was trying to think of the heck of that, but I couldn't even remember that. <laughs> Lex Luger's out here trying to get his yeah, royalties. Yeah, not that, but... Uh, you know, he, he had two posts for his WCW, which is Sierra, one in the morning and one at night, and they were the cheesiest things I've ever seen in my life. If, before you get into it, can I just say something real quick? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm a little confused about this whole WCW thing to begin with. Not the, not the wrestling, but this Twitter thing, I thought like a woman, isn't a woman crush supposed to be like, if you're another woman, and like, like if you're a guy and you say you have a man crush on someone, it's mm. not like a romantic crush. It's like you're a heterosexual man. It's like a man crush. What, is there man crush Monday or some shit like that? So you're not wrong, but as we do with all things, straight white men have taken that 
and just made it our own thing. Woman Crush Wednesday? Woman Crush Wednesday. It's just a girl I'm dating. Just a picture of the girl I'm dating. Okay, so but that he's not Russell Wilson, who's also not white, is not using it properly. <laughs> Russell Wilson is quite white, but I, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> not by the letter of, the, of this of course, country's of course. law. Right. So it's not being used properly. So that just adds another layer. Go, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, so... I to get that off. No, hey, it, it's bad no, all you had around. something on your heart and you needed to express it, <laughs> much right. like Russell Wilson. I had to look up Google to see how to express Padre myself. doesn't WCW his, his uh, lady... Lady, lady Padres gets yeah. no Twitter love from me in general, <laughs> so don't expect any lady. So this is actually Instagram. That's where I've seen WCW. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people. It's an Instagram yeah. thing. Okay. Right. But, uh, yeah, so I, I don't want to... Do I have to read this? Yeah, you know, you've got to read get it. Get the gist of it, at least. Uh, what, so what? this is one of them. PM, hashtag WCW. I kissed her, and she had honey-sweet lips that were lilac soft with a loving and affectionate personality. And then he Her added, lips had a soft and affectionate <laughs> personality? And then he added, yes. at Sierra. So Sierra, you know, saw this. So she'd know that he did something sweet Exactly. For so... Someone actually looked through this and they were like, wait a minute, Russell Wilson Googled all of this. He didn't make this up. This isn't original. He Googled what he wrote for his WCW. That just makes it even worse. Like, the fact that it was corny as it is, like, you know, but then he Googled what he put out to the public so for everyone to see. Thinking that no one would know that you Googled it, man. Like, it's the first thing that comes up. So what is the actual Google that has to get put in to bring that up? Uh, so describing a beautiful woman. So how do you describe a beautiful? <laughs> Best descriptive writing sites. I can actually give the the website too. It's kind of sad, man. Jesus Christ. So then he, uh, I guess, taking it all in stride, like he couldn't do anything about it. He writes, he he tweets out, haha. I actually I prefer Bing to describe my love. Uh-huh. Meaning that he doesn't prefer Google. Got it. So a slam at Google, right? Because clearly no one actually uses Bing. So that's definitely. Well, he's up there in Seattle with Microsoft. I assume he's got that. (laughs) Maybe they got some money for him. Well, so Russell Wilson. Essentially, what seems to have happened with Enom's favorite quarterback over there. Yeah, my favorite quarterback. He wanted to express his how beautiful his girlfriend Sierra is, but was unable to find the words himself, so, right. he so had to borrow. consulted these his internet search. Is that engines. wrong? Is that wrong? Would Lady Padre be upset if you did that? I mean, you say you don't shout her out on Twitter, but if you did, um, would she be upset that you I don't binged know. it, that you binged these lines uh, to describe your love? <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose she would be. It would be, I don't think she would ever suspect it coming from me, because I'm <laughs> such like a wordsmith, you know? That's, that's true. true. That's true. He came so up with the be, cube. He did. <laughs> Just now. Right. Just now. So a, a guy who comes up with something as good as that would never be suspected for these or type point of shenanigans. Point-counterpoint. Point-counterpoint. Can't what? forget that one. Yeah. That one's the classic. I mean, yes. that was so good that I can't even always say it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's too, it's too out there. Uh, I think she would probably... I mean, I think any girlfriend would probably be upset. I mean, right. would they be? I don't know. Would your girlfriend be upset about I think she, that? I think she would be, yeah. She'd probably be like, wow, wow, you didn't... You really had to Google this, man? Like, Well, maybe you didn't... Ha- maybe you wouldn't have to Google, like, how beautiful... I mean, you could probably tell your girlfriend that in your own words, but what would be something where you might need to consult the search engine? Like, uh, something you got in trouble with? Or? It, where I might need to consult a search engine? Yeah, let's see. Is there a line for this? Well, for anything girlfriend-related. Oh, anything girlfriend-related. Hmm, good question. Maybe if I want to get out of a jam, 
Because we're hating on Russell right now, but maybe maybe they maybe, maybe we'll find some, ourselves <laughs> in that situation. Maybe there's a method to his madness. Tomorrow you gonna hear about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good question. Maybe if like you somewhere you uh, ideas to take your girlfriend. That's oh. acceptable, right? Date ideas. I think yeah, that would yeah. be right. acceptable. That's acceptable. But you still want to make you still don't really want them to find out that you got the idea online or something. Like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't tell them, but I don't think that's important at the time. At, at no, that point, you know what I mean? Not. But. But using someone's words as your own, I think that's a little... Yeah, it's plagiarism. Exactly. That's exactly what you And this, uh, what's the word? Damn, such a good word, Smith. I forgot the word I'm looking for. Whatever. I'm just trying to segue to you, Enam. I think you want to help out further plagiarism for Russell or others who are... Oh, yeah, technically... Uh, struggling with this sort of thing. I get it. Like, love should be celebrated, and if you're if you're not the, like... This is smartest the writer. Months, yeah, it's yeah, February. It's Valentine's month. If you're not the smartest writer, I totally get the urge to look something up. Just like, I don't have the words. Maybe the internet does. Maybe Bing does. The problem is that Russell Wilson, being a basic bitch, had no idea what sounded <laughs> sweet and what fun. wasn't. So, I tried to help him out because I thought, maybe if you're just going for it something and everyone knows that you're plagiarizing, why don't you use some of the best written literature of all time? So I prepared some examples that Russell Wilson can be free to use. Hopefully Russell Wilson's listening to this and he can use these whenever he likes. Right. And uh, hopefully he didn't sh- shut it off the podcast as soon as he heard himself called a basic bitch. I mean, yeah. Russell, listen. He knows He knows who he is. <laughs> he seems a pretty pretty even-tempered kind of guy. I think he took it in stride. So yeah. He used yeah. to be a bully back in the day. If he ever ran into you, he down. That's uh, it? That's yeah. it? Are we sure that he was a bully? Cause did, or or did he oh, just make that up? Right. Like, he might have made that say, like, how, right. well, type in the Google, Google or Bing. <laughs> yeah. how, I like what you did there. <laughs> how to make me seem relevant. <laughs> it or all comes full circle. <laughs> That's awesome. All well, right. What do you got you now? So I've got the, f- the first one that you can feel free to tag your uh, Sierra with. Sierra, light of my life, fire of my loins, my sin, my soul, Sierra, the tip of my tongue taking a trip, three steps down, the palate to tap, at three, on the teeth. Sierra. That was good. I liked that. I know. And that was the, better than the what he used. Tip of the tongue going. To well, it's. Well, I got a little confused there in that section. He's celebrating the way her name tastes in his mouth. It's from Nabokov. Oh, from his own teeth. From, yeah. What, what is this the, from? The initial. The the novel is actually called Lolita. So every time his tongue goes. Oh, okay. And, That's like still, about a underage girl or something, though. I mean. I'm not. I'm not it's Nabokov. I don't endorse that behavior. <laughs> so some athletes, maybe not, maybe not Russell Wilson, but some other athletes might use this one for some sure. thing got going on. Definitely. The next, it is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in one of Sierra. Russell Wilson's got that money to blow. This is true. He does now. And then finally, the sun shone, having no alternative on Sierra. What's that one from? That's from Murphy by Beckett. Murphy. Yeah. I didn't know Beckett wrote a whole, um, I guess, novel about Mets' uh, first baseman, but that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, well, he's such a good first Former baseman. Former Mets' first baseman. Well, yeah, well he was say. their second baseman. But oh, second baseman. Now yeah, he's, watch he's, on the, he's on the Nets. Yeah. Woo! Didn't he yeah. play first at one point? Uh, he did, he did. He did. <coughs> I think when I used to work at the Mets at City Field, he was that season on first. Yeah, he did He did play some first. They still had Jose Reyes at that point, although he was a shortstop. Yeah. Well, I'm getting going down a rabbit hole, <laughs> a Mets rabbit hole. I don't need to go down. Yeah, right we now. definitely do not. But what we do need to do is talk about the stamp Super Bowl 50. We do, but before we get there, I want to, as a fan of the Green Bay Packers, I just want to big up uh, a guy that we saw two times a year. He used to torture us and kind of light us up, even though his team never would. Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. who is uh, retiring at the tender age of 30. He's so young. Mm-hmm. 
a young man still. And I think he just, to, to be honest, I, I applaud him. He wants to be able to talk and, and think straight at 45. And, word, word. And you can't be mad at that. Hey, and so, he, he had a great career. He had a Hall of Fame career, even though he's retiring early. How many seasons did he play, would we say? Let's see. Let's look that up. I do not know how many seasons he played. It was like eight, I'm going to guess eight. Yeah, I was going to say eight, nine. Yeah, so it wasn't a long. It's almost, I mean, is this going to get compared to another Lions player, a star, Barry Sanders? I think Barry Sanders left at the very top of the game, of his yeah. game, where he was the best at, in the league at the time he left. Calvin fell off a little bit these last couple of years. Yeah. I would say he's still top five, probably, arguably. Arguably. But I would not say he's uh, the best in the league. And so, I look forward to seeing him on the Falcons next season. So you don't you don't believe that uh, this is what he's saying is uh, he's going to stick with, you know? I don't know. Like I, I don't want to call Calvin Johnson uh, a liar. I'm just... Like, people do this to get off bad teams. It happens sometimes. I think it's more me being unwilling to to let the greatness of Calvin Johnson go. Like, we're going to see him again. His nickname is Megatron, right? Yeah. Which, did he come up with that himself, or who came up with that? Uh, was it I himself? hope he didn't come up yeah, with that himself. Too, but <laughs> yeah, call me Megatron, guys. <laughs> this was his well, ninth, year. Cup, ninth year. His own yeah, ninth okay, year. this would be his ninth, or this was his ninth. This though. was his ninth. So this would be his tenth if he does play for the Falcons, like Enam suspects. I don't Cynically. But let's say that he really is hanging it up for real, Marv. Should we Google right now how to congratulate him properly? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's bing it. Yeah, you got to bing <laughs> it. Should I bing it? All right, let me go on bing. I've never been on bing. I got I to gotta say, I don't think I have. Bing.com, is that what it is? I have no idea, to be honest. Well, I'm going there. Let's see. What I think got. if you whisper bing into the atmosphere, like at the right, at the right temperature and decibel level, probably mm-hmm. do it for you. Okay. And, uh, or just .com does seem to Oh, just .com, okay. Okay. Uh, how to congratulate, congratulate, yeah, someone on retirement. Does Calvin Johnson have an Instagram? Should we send him a thing? Or a, or a, uh, or a, a Twitter. Twitter. Sure it does. Hmm. Let's see. Well, so someone on Bing has, has the question, do you congratulate someone on reaching retirement? I don't know why that's a question, isn't that? Yeah, I mean, of why course you, you, of course you do. Well, I guess you assume that the person's old and might be close to death. Or if they got so. forced out. <laughs> so, or, or they got forced out, yeah. If you're 45 and your company decides you're old and busted. All right. Shout out to my 45-year-old still working. Oh, here we go. There's a template right here, guys. Uh, congratulate Ooh. someone on his or her <clears throat> retirement. Congratulations on your retirement, exclamation point. You have been a great asset to the company, and we will miss you very much. So I guess the line's owner is writing this, or... We always knew that our customers were in good hands when they were with you because you were patient and sensitive to their needs. Well, they knew that the balls were in good hands because he was patient and sensitive to their needs. And their customers as well. This is true. Uh, Because, you know, they they went through some rough years. Oh, well, I'm I'm not not sure what this can mean, but we have uh, appreciated that quality as well as your loyalty and willingness to accept assignments that were often beyond your normal duties. Hmm. I wonder what those were. Literally trying to save a season in 2010? I guess that is beyond the normal duty. Uh, we will miss your commitment to excellence and your cookies. Oh. <laughs> I wonder what what dish do you think that Megatron brought to the team potluck? I mean, cook, it says cookies right here. It says that cookies could be right a euphemism here. euphemism for something. I don't know. I don't it's know just what the team bicycle. <laughs> All righty now. Retirement will be an adjustment, but also an opportunity. I hope you will finally do that traveling you've been talking about. Oh. That you also write that book. 
You have been wise in the way that you have planned your retirement. I hope it works out well, and please drop in to visit us from time to time. That probably hit it on the head. He has been wise. No, he He's been quite wise. Yes. 30 He's... years old? Why not, man? The lines stink. Uh, well, so you won't miss him in the sense that he's going to catch a lot of balls on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely not. He's a great player, though. Would you take him top five? I mean, short oh, career. All time. Like all time. All time. Oh, uh, maybe. So um, we're doing this top again? Top time, at least. Oh, we could do a top five wide receiver if you like. Well, you got honest about not calling Elway a top five QB. Yeah, and I sent you a mini. And I sent you a ton of lists, which I didn't. Yeah, did. I didn't respond to that. To I, you, I didn't. You know? I didn't respond no. to that email no. at all. I just wanted to I say did I notice they had him in there at number five instead of at Marino in most of them. So and yeah. I'm fine with my choice. Calvin, I, I, it would be close, I guess, if we really wanted to break it down. I don't know. If I would probably take three guys ahead of him. That's Jerry Rice, mm-hmm. Randy Moss, mm-hmm. Tio, Terrell. Sure. Yes. That's probably the and only then three. Megatron. Probably. Where are we going with Fitz on this? Where's Des Bryant on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fitz is real fucking good. Fitz is good, but he's had a couple years where he just didn't do anything. Has been a player for the Arizona Cardinals on offense when their quarterback was right. Ryan Lindley. Right. I mean, that's not his fault, but, you know, you got to hold that against him somehow by not putting him in the top five. Sure. Yeah, I, okay. guess, I guess he probably is top five. I mean, we're, I yeah. mean, all the main guys are saying are like the... Prototypical tall, uh, yeah. catch a lot of passes. Yeah, maybe Antonio Brown will be there in. in yeah. No, he would not set years. that mold at all. Like, no, 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 not the tall, but I mean, maybe one of the greatest. Like, yeah, it's definitely possible. He keeps up how he's doing it, but I don't want to talk about any Steelers right now. I, 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 and I really, we should stop talking about Lions and Cardinals as well. Embarrassed. Embarrassed. Oh, got him. It's serious <laughs> business. All right, let's do this. It's the Broncos and the Panthers. We kind of talked about it. I mean, we recapped the, their games a little bit, but let's let's jump back real quick. How did, let's look at a larger approach. How did the Broncos get to where they are right now in the Super Bowl? Why is this team the best team in the AFC? Or even if you don't think it is, you know, how are they in the position for you to call them that? Can I make this any more convoluted? I think Defense. we got there. Defense. Yeah. Defense. That's how they got there. Defense. Yep. Defense. There is a term, defense wins championships. Defense. Yes. And they just, they brought it home. Their, their secondary is one of the best. Their front four is one of the best. Their defense is just stacked all around from week one to week, whatever week this is. What would this be? Uh, well, for them, they 19. played one less game. I mean... 19, right? So, yeah. It would be their 19th game. But oh, yeah, it's week 20. That's right. So, um, you know, they, they brought it literally all season where their defense has showed up. I think there's only been like one game maybe that they might have got lit up, and that was by Tom Brady when they almost beat them. Yeah, well, even that game was like that was in the twenties. That people but, don't score no, against Bra- them. People Bra- don't have time yeah, to do anything. Yeah, but Brady had a lot of yardage. Yeah, and, that, and he, he did. He, you know, he had a lot more time than he did. You know, this past week, so or two weeks ago. So yeah, the, the defense has just been lights out, and I defend Peyton, but you know, I think he's been good in the playoffs so far. But uh, this regular season was bad. He was bad. And he was they, very bad. And their running game was not great, you know, which was one of their things that they were going to hinge on. The running game would, would disappear from time to time. So it's really been the defense. and The offense has done just barely enough to get by and not right. lose them the game in right. most cases. Right. Even when they tried a lot of times. <laughs> they um, often looked like they were actively trying to <laughs> lose games. All right, so we're all agreed that defense won the day, won the year for them. Mm-hmm. What about the Panthers? How did they get there where they're the best NFC team right now? 
and they might actually be um, nah. all around considered the best one. Some people still don't think the Broncos are the best AFC team necessarily. Yeah, the Panthers might just be the best team in the league. I don't know what that means they're going to win this game. Well, they're the they're... favorite in this game, so yeah. I guess objectively they're the best team right yeah. now. They're favored by five and a half the they, last time yeah. I saw the six exact this same... morning. This is Wednesday we're doing yeah. this. They have the exact same like blueprint for their defense. Their front seven is unmovable. Uh, their both their linebackers in the middle are always around the ball. Uh, their edge rushers always get there. Their problem they don't hold up as well in coverage across the board. They're missing my boy, and I'm going to say it again because I <laughs> I'm not going to get to say it for another six months. But Avon Wickery, they're missing him, um, and his backups haven't been that great. But uh, Josh Norman is still great. Charles Tillman may be back, and those safeties are, are fine, but that's where the Broncos have an advantage on that defense. Just the things that their safety, that they can do because no one's going to be open. Yeah, it might be a push all the way around except for the secondary. Yeah. As far as when you stack the defense. Though. But then on offense, you've got Cam, who is literally a superhero. Yeah. They, had the, they were the number one offense, man. He's impossible to take down. It doesn't matter who he's throwing to. They're always they're always open. It, his passes have looked very good this season, like in a like in a very classic way. I mean, suck it, it racist. Very classic, like your literature that you're pulling from. Uh, yes, like a like a very Jane Austen, very proper military ball pass. He he's still not that accurate, but you're right. It has looked better than before. Uh-huh. He's gotten. He's definitely gotten better. So if we're looking at year as a whole year, when we said defense for the Broncos, are we saying D and Cam for the Panthers, or is Cam the main reason they're here? I would say D and Cam. Yeah, I think it's I think it's on both sides. Um, that offensive line is way better. I think it like in our previews, I was like, yeah, they should get Cam an offensive line so he can do something. And then immediately that offensive line was like way better than they were last year. Uh, without new pieces, though, right? Yeah, without. Well, they did have. Well, they have Michael, they added or, Michael. Well, I never thought it was very good. He's not. Well, he, he wasn't very good. That's my point. I don't know what's like, happening. There's. They have so many players that aren't. Charles Tillman is is who he was when he sure. was a Pro Bowler. Neither is Jared Allen, who might play this week as well mm-hmm. with a broken foot. Cortland Finnegan, who came in middle of the year. They have a lot of guys who it just doesn't make sense to me. They're just old retreats, but mm-hmm. that's our defensive players you mentioned. Yes. Did I use that incorrectly? English major? I think the word's retread. But oh, sorry. <laughs> a retreat would be something like, you. Uh, let's say we needed a Mr. Zerlovin retreat. We go out to uh, the country mm-hmm. for a, a weekend. We should. Smoke some go cigars, drink some whiskey. And uh, just really yeah. figure your life out. I can oh, God, get my, really the whiskey that. that I've been owed since week... Uh, uh, I've got, specifically it's in Brooklyn. I've old. got it. It's oh, the old classic, my moonshine's in Brooklyn. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> That's right, and we are still in the island of Manhattan in Studio Cube. In the Cube. But, well, I mean, I guess we could do this retreat after the Super Bowl. I mean, what else? Might as well. Yeah, we got a long off-season ahead of us. Might as well fill it up with something. But we're not there quite yet, so we did basically how these teams got there. Got a little bit into the matchup, but let's let's really get into the matchup now. Let's do this. You know, let's just start it off, like, with a little, uh, say it for me, Marv. Point, counterpoint. Point, counterpoint. Point, (laughs) counterpoint. Now, how am I to assign teams to each of you guys? Let me think about this. I need to make it match up somehow. Mm-hmm. So Bron- so we got two animals here, Bronco v. Panther. Mm-hmm. Bronco's like a stallion, like a horse, mm-hmm. whereas a panther is like a wild jungle cat. It's vicious. So which one of you is more like the other, or which animal matches up with which? That's what i got to think about right now. It's mm. a good way of doing this. But it's strong. Interesting. Hmm. Now, point counterpoint, Marv. How are you more like a horse than a than a panther? 
Wow, that or is... Vice versa. <laughs> I need point-counterpoint to figure out how to assign these point-counterpoints. <laughs> that is a weird question, my friend. Jeez, how do I answer that without a... Well, consultbang.com. <laughs> what do I do if someone asks me how I'm like a horse? Yeah, wow. I'll take the Broncos. I'll just take the Broncos. I'll argue. All right, for you the just Broncos. want the Broncos. All right, go yeah. ahead. Point. So, uh, if the Broncos are going to win, it's gonna. It has to be a lot how they beat the Patriots, uh, where the defense brought the pressure and got it home, where they weren't being stopped. They weren't, you know, they weren't taking no for an answer. They told Tom Brady, "Yo, we're going to kick you in the face," and that's exactly what they did. They and might I feel have literally kicked his face. Literally, uh, I heard. <laughs> I read somewhere that one of the Broncos players said they wanted to get. All their nuts on Tom Brady's head. This is literally what I read somewhere. Uh-huh. I don't remember who it was. They're not talking about eating some like sunflower seeds or some almonds, no, and, uh, roasted no. almonds on the sidelines. They're like their nuts, like their testicles, generals, on his it. on his face and head and everything. They're generals. <laughs> <laughs> did you say generals? I think you might have missed out okay. on that one. All right, that's fine. I, I did but, say uh, generals. Okay. But that was uh. I just think they got to get home and hit Cam in the face, which has been done. Like. You can the, hit him. Yeah, you can hit him. It's just you got to make sure you don't bounce off of him. You know what I mean? Because right. he's just as large as most of these linebackers. But they got to get the pressure home. And if there's one team that could do it, they've been doing it all year. I don't see why they wouldn't be able to. Carolina, what they do is two tight end sets. So they have extra, you know, guys to basically block for Cam or for Jonathan Stewart on designed runs, which is usually what they're doing. Or they're playing out of the read, the, the, the pistol. But I think the the Broncos are their defense is is stout enough that they could you know withstand that. I don't think that that'll be too much of an issue. And the secondary will hold up. I don't think they'll let Ted Ginn get open fifty yards down the field on a on a blown coverage uh, or or what, ca- catch it what, on a hook and run a what, clear across the field for forty yards. Yeah, what's that guy's name? Brown, the guy who caught the the touchdown. That's last Philly week. Brown. He's going by Corey now. Corey? Yeah. Philly Corey. Brown, yeah. From, so, from the Ohio State. Yeah, University I don't see well. him like how he did with Arizona. He just got open out of nowhere and kind of just took it to the house. I, I don't. I think the Broncos are more disciplined than that with their secondary, the guys that they have back there. I don't see that happening. What the Broncos did well, it might not look like that in the stat line, but what they did well against the Patriots was they really held Gronk in check for the, until that last drive where Gronk had that essentially what was – you know, sort of like a Hail Mary with that 4th and 10, and then that play in the end zone. Besides those two plays, they didn't really get beat too badly by Gronk, the best tight end in football. Mm-hmm. Tlaib is really good at guarding a tight end. He did it. He shut down Jimmy Graham when he was in New England. He's held Gronk in check reasonably. And Greg Olson, who probably the second or third best tight end in football, I'm assuming Tlaib will probably be there guarding him again. And if they could stop him... I think it becomes a long, long day for the Panthers. And is that it, a thing that they do? Put their number two corner on the, on a tight end when it's usually one one of these guys. When, uh, okay. Yeah, one of these guys, one of these teams that doesn't necessarily have a number one wide receiver, such as the Patriots. Such yeah, as I the mean, Panthers. I guess Olsen is their best yeah. catch, uh, pass catch. That's true. Right so you know, I think that that's really big coming into this game. And the lower the, the game goes, I, I guess the lower the score, the more that benefits the Denver Broncos. As strange as that sounds, because. You know the Panthers aren't running to, but and do you want to say anything about the Broncos' offense then? They are on offense, win. they just have to keep the ball. They just have to hold the ball as long as they don't turn it over. I think they'll be fine. The Panthers, what they did best was they led the league in turnovers with twenty-four picks, I think. And you know, that's not, I think that's that's not even including uh, fumbles that they recovered. So they led the league in in, in uh, interceptions. If they can hold the ball, if Payne can hold the ball, which he's done this play these playoffs. He hasn't thrown a pick. If he can continue that. 
I think they'll be okay. They just have to chip away. We've seen the Panthers give up some points and give up some big plays. So I don't think I don't think that's that's impossible. Mm-hmm. So they just need to do what they've been doing: manage the game, give your defense some time, and and let your defense make the plays that they need to. If the defense could get the Bron- the Broncos a short field, how they did against the Patriots, I think that'll be big as well. Okay. How about the Panthers? Why are they? Why is Marv wrong here? And they're gonna win the Super Bowl over the Broncos. Right. So this matchup, like. The Panthers should be favored, and they should probably be favored by six points. The defenses, comparatively, during the regular season in non-adjusted DVOA, they were one and two. Uh, they're one and five when you adjust it, Carolina being the fifth. Which means that, like, people don't move the ball on either of these teams. You're not going to run on Carolina. You you can barely run on Denver, and you're not going to throw the ball on Denver. And Carolina holds up, holds up well in coverage, especially uh, that number gets skewed a little bit from the beginning of the season when they had everyone around. And no credit to me, uh, there's an article on 538.com about um, Peyton Manning being literally the worst quarterback to start in a Super Bowl So what that this means, year. Yes. Him so he's this had year. the worst uh, statistical season for a, for a quarterback who made the Super Bowl. Right, he's yeah. the worst. Him, th- this version of Peyton Manning, if he's... The, if he's Sub-Delfer level. Right, talking. right. And that's, that's, we kind of got into this earlier where yeah. it was like... I I would still take pay, this year's Peyton Manning over Trent. Dillard. I would absolutely take Trent. When you Dillard say you got into it earlier, are you talking about you and Enon having the conversation off pod? Off pod. Off pod. You guys are allowed to do this now. We gotta we gotta sharpen our blades. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Do a little it's, sparring, yeah. a little uh, yeah, exactly. warm up. He can't throw a pass twelve yards downfield. I would. No, his, his dudes aren't catching those passes when they're open. Josh Norman is going to keep Demarius Thomas in check. Like that matchup is gone. Then you have to rely on Emmanuel Sanders and white tight end Owen Daniels. Owen Daniels and classic white tight classic end. white tight end. And there's this rookie who caught they a bunch of the passes, a, a couple of important passes. Uh, all white tight ends look the same to me. You're correct. Now there's a I think he's Greg a rookie Olsen's or maybe a, a white second tight year. End. Yeah, he looks exactly like Owen Daniels. No, he doesn't. No. He's fucking. Uh, uh, there's he a couple. Like a... Of, uh, yeah, I know what you mean in general, Eric. But yeah, yeah, I would say the top tight ends in the game don't look the same now. But uh, oh, absolutely, like Grant. Sorry, go ahead. I don't see a way that they're going to be able to move the ball. I don't think Manning is going to be as mobile as he was against the Patriots, simply because that Panthers' defense is much better than the Patriots' defense was. I think they're going to be getting home. I think think they're going to stay in their lanes when they blitz him, unlike the Patriots. Um, Both of those passes that I mentioned are a mini that you should go back and listen to if you haven't, listener. He just rolled out into empty space. On on two of those, one one was a scramble, but one was like a really important like drive ceiling pass. None of that's going to be open against the Panthers. I almost guarantee it. On the other side of the ball, the Denver's defense is the best in the league. Chris Harris is a little beat up. He should be fine. Chris Harris is that the that's his name. Chris Harris and T.J. Ward. Yeah, yeah and T.J. Ward, Ward and the other safety. Ball, they're, they're all they're, they're, they're both the safeties up. are hurt. They're going to play. It, yeah, they'll be they'll, they'll be fine, but they're hurt. I think. All season, like no matter who the Panthers have like gone up against, someone's been open. Cam has been able to make something happen, especially because Cam's a pocket passer. He just is, but being as mobile as he is, like extending plays two, three seconds longer, you can allow those dudes who who can't run routes as well as great receivers to just be open eventually to to find a hole in his zone to get past their dude to rub their dude off of a an, like a shell linebacker coverage, whatever they do to get open, they're they're just open all the time. Well I disagree. Cam's gonna hit those that, passes on like I disagree that Cam's a pocket Peyton. passer. Really? Yes. Okay. What makes Cam special is that he can r- go off and run for sixty yards. Yes, that does augment his game, yes. That but that's a but that's the reason why if he was just a pocket passer, there's no he doesn't win the MVP. He, he wouldn't be he, he would not be so special if he wasn't also mobile. Right. Yeah. 
So I said that. But, but you call my, Aaron Rodgers a pocket passer? No, right? No. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is a is a but scrambler. But you call him that? Yeah. You know. I mean, Aaron Rodgers can stand in a pocket and throw the football. Yeah. And that's all you're saying about Cam, or you're yeah. trying to say something more? No, he's that's what more I'm mostly a pocket. Okay, that's what. Well, this was seems like, to be the argument over the good definition in the pocket. of what he's not is. like. Not like a Michael Vick who had to like just be untackleable and then someone was open. Right. Okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I also think that they're going to be able to get something happening on the ground. I think Jonathan Stewart's going to run for at least three and a half yards a carry. And at three and a half yards a carry, realistically, or like statistically, that's going to average out to uh, plenty of first downs. I think I, I didn't bring up uh, injuries to my argument as you did. Because and I should well, only, only have one game here to talk about, the, so let's do round two. I the mean, Panthers, rebuttal. they have, uh, you know, they're probably their second best defensive player, Thomas Davis, uh, broken arm. Gonna he, play. Is he gonna play the whole game? Is he gonna be able to tackle anyone? Is he gonna be able to to withstand sixty minutes with a broken arm? You know, I would go right after him to be honest if I was the Broncos. Absolutely. Uh, and and again, the same deal with Allen and Peanut, like we mentioned earlier. I just think. The biggest injury though is Thomas Davis. Absolutely. But if we're pl- if we're talking about injuries, if you look at both sides of the defensive ball, the Broncos are more healthy than the Panthers are, mm-hmm. and I just think that lends itself to you know a strength and and why they have the advantage on defense. Oh, so this is not a point to health per se, but uh, and along a similar line, temperature wise, where they're playing this game in Santa Clara, is it wherever? Yep. Yeah. We're looking at a nice mild day, which would favor, uh, maybe it favors everyone in general, but that's definitely something Peyton's going to Not going to inhibit Peyton, for sure, no. Uh, That's the type of weather he likes. He's not good at all in cold weather games, typically, but it's not going to be cold weather. Um, I think we're looking at like 60-ish degrees or so, so so that could be a further argument for the Broncos, maybe. Yeah, I, I also think a lot of people aren't giving him a shot. I think the Panthers should definitely be favored, absolutely. But a lot of people are kind of playing uh, the the Super Bowl from a couple years ago with the Seahawks and kind of just think that it's going to play out the same way. And I just can't see that happening. I would be shocked. I don't see that game being recreated. I don't see it at ending 41-7, to no. I mean, the, the the Seattle defense that year was, I would say, better than. Even as, even if the Panthers were completely healthy and not injured at all, I still don't think their defense is as good as Seattle's from Probably. Yeah, I, it's, ago, it's so. definitely not better. That, that Seattle defense is one of the all-timers. This Panthers defense is good. I don't think it's that good. So, it's, what all your most of your guys' points have been pretty defocused here. Do you think they're... I'm, I'm, I'm just starting to think, like... I mean, I don't think you guys are wrong or saying anything crazy. I think a lot of people are pointing to defense here a lot in this game. But the Super Bowl can be weird sometimes. It's usually more fun when it is. So, I wouldn't mind it. What would you say to that defense just gets thrown out the window here... Everyone expects it to be a low-scoring, well-defended game. What if some weird plays happen? Ginn does get open for that 60-yard bomb. I don't know, uh, C.J. Anderson breaks a long one off and then starts going more offense-related. Would you guys be shocked? I would be shocked if it went out, if it went that way for the Broncos. Um, nothing offensively that the Panthers do, me is gonna shock, do is going to shock me. So you think either a close, contested game, low-scoring, or mm-hmm. Panthers just run away with it, it sounds like. Yeah, I think if a lot of points are scored, way more of those points are going to be on the Panthers' side. I like I do not expect the Broncos to score looks twenty eight points. So no shootout potential. You don't think you know? What about you, Mark? Again, I I would be a little surprised. I mean, everything that the Panthers have done this year has shocked me. To be honest, I I still can't really 
believe they're 15 and one. So I would be a little surprised, especially going up against the number one defense. But can't perform against the Seahawks with the number two defense. Performed against the Cardinals, who are in the top five. Like he's done it against really good defenses. So I mean, I guess I, I gave him props a couple weeks ago. I shouldn't be surprised any longer. Yeah. But I would still be surprised. You know what I mean? Because I just expect it to be a bit low scoring. With that said, maybe the Broncos come out and they say, hey, their secondary is the weak part. Let's let eight, Peyton air it out and let's just let our guys mm-hmm. jump up and get, grab it like they've been doing all year. Maybe they're going to get throw it better murdered. with their weather. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and, and maybe it's just thinking it's the last game of my career, decent weather, all this. Maybe it just goes to another level that we didn't think he had left. That would make for a really good story. And can I just say, if it were a shootout, it's like an Old West style, just like passes like 50 yard bombs and, and he is over sheriff, and over and over oh and he's the sheriff if um if they were to ride into town and uh, we got the good the bad and the ugly music going on i'd be fine with that it's like the sheriff versus the kid or something yeah yeah cam trying to think of a cam nickname well this this hmm, they, they were both outlaws but this could be butch cassidy versus the sundance kid and they still won't win the oscar oh you're talking uh, oscar odds now too oh no no well since peyton's been back against the chargers in early January. He scored 27, 23 against the Steelers, and then the 20 against, 20 against the Pats. Against the Pats. So it's gone down every game. Mm. As they face better and better defenses. Right. Well, I, well, I, don't, the first I don't know if the Patriots' defense... San Diego. I don't know if the Patriots' okay. defense is better than the Steelers. The Patriots' defense was like... I think their coaching is better than the Steelers. Eight. I don't know if their defense is better than the Steelers. That's just my opinion. Sure. So you just think the players collectively might be better on the Steelers, but just the scheme and the coaching isn't as good. I might yeah. I might agree with that. Where is that luck for the offensive line for New England? I mean, New England just had kind of uh, some of their defensive players that had really good years just didn't have good games. No, they did not. So, I mean, it kind of happens like that sometimes. So uh, I guess we'll give our uh, final prediction at the end. We'll see the score and uh, winner, of course. But before we get into that, you want to talk about potential Super Bowl MVPs at all? So what do you think? What do you who do you think has the, well, the best chance? I think Cam. I think the Cameron Newton's yeah, going to be the Super Bowl MVP. If I had to pick a Bronco, I would definitely pick Peyton. All right, so I'm looking at a list of the odds right now. I'm gonna look at I'm looking at the top ten here. There's five of, of, on each team. You're right about Cam. Uh, he's by far the odds-on favorite, and Peyton is a, a bit further back, but is in second. So why don't you see if you guys can guess the other eight? Names in on order. This list. I think we should get credit for just guessing them. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jonathan Stewart. All right, Vaughn Miller. All right, so you both made a guess. What? Where do you think uh, Jonathan Stewart comes in in the top? I think minute? Jonathan Stewart's probably top three or four. He because he's their second weapon. Well, a lot of people will say Olsen's their second weapon, but I think Jonathan Stewart's gonna gonna get a lot of touches. So I would say Jonathan Stewart probably in the top top five, top four. Uh, what do you think about Von Miller? Where I think Von Miller is number three with several bullets. All right, well, good thing you didn't shoot those bullets. Ah, that's not sure. <laughs> Neither of you guys are both wrong. Okay. Von Miller is higher at sixth. Odds okay. Sixth best overall odds. John Stewart coming in at eighth overall. Okay. So there's other offensive players, apparently, or at least maybe not offensive, but there's other players on the Panthers. Greg Olson. Greg Olson comes in at seven right in between those guys. Okay. So I'm a little surprised at number four on the list here. Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley is three, and that's okay. not a surprise okay. to me. I do think yeah. the Panthers win a defensive struggle. Maybe uh, yeah. he gets it, especially if he has like a pick six or two. Yeah. And Cam maybe only throws one touchdown, doesn't have like a crazy game. Maybe Keekley gets it then. Number four is the, is the surprising name that I'm seeing here. We have mentioned him today, though. Josh Norman? 
No, Norman is not even in the top ten of odds here. Uh, that sounds like bullshit. Owen Daniels? Owen Daniels not making the top ten. Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas comes in at nine on the list. Okay. Wow. Who? Take uh, it. Ted Ginn Jr., number four on the list. Damn. So I don't know what people are thinking here. Fourth best odds. Uh, Maybe he does have that long touchdown. Maybe a punt return touchdown. Ooh, what if he gets like a return touchdown and then has like uh, 88 yards and a touchdown? I guess, but then I guess then that would have to be like all of the Panthers' offense and another low-scoring game. And Cam, because yeah. how else would Cam not get it otherwise? Right. Maybe and, he has two yeah. returns somehow, and they don't really score him and just kick field goals. Well, a return and a receiving touchdown. That, 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 I guess yeah. That could be it. And if Ted Ginn Jr. gets two return touchdowns in the Super Bowl, that he would, is the greatest player in Super Bowl history. Yeah, that would be kind of insane. I don't. know. And Jacoby Jones that. almost did that. In Jacoby that, Jones. In yeah, Ravens. he almost did. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we still need number five on the list and number ten. On Emmanuel the list. Sanders. He's ten. Wow. And let's see if you guys can get five. This might be a little surprising too. I don't know. I mean, Demarcus he's coming ahead of Demarius and Emmanuel on his team. So I'd Brandon give it away McManus. To it's not McManus. <laughs> not it ain't, it ain't Demarcus Ware. It is not Demarcus Ware. C.J. Anderson. That's correct. C.J. Uh-huh. Anderson. And I actually think they should let they should feed Anderson in this game. I know it's hard to run on the Panthers, but, but at least in terms of. They, I felt like they gave the ball to Ronnie Hillman way too much in the playoffs so far, and he's almost screwed up a couple times. Like yeah. He really messed up that um in the past game when Payton yeah. had that bad illegal throw, but then he didn't. Not yeah, he didn't go for it was the a ball. Fumble. Yeah, and and, just, and, like, and again, and let it's a drop it. pass. If he yeah. catches the ball, then there's nothing that that doesn't go back to the pass. You know what I mean? And we're talking about short fields. That's how the Patriots. Well, if he puts his hands on it, they don't get the ball. Also, yeah. they did blow the whistle. Like I don't know why the refs needed to blow. I mean, that could have been a touchdown for the Pats. Actually. It should have been a touchdown. The they shouldn't have blown the whistle, but since they did, I see a can't beef that Pats fans might have there. But yeah, I guess nothing you can do about that. But in general, sorry, Bill Simmons. I think CJ. Yeah. Well, well, if they scored a touchdown, then they scored a touchdown anyway. You know what I mean? They did score. Yeah. The, Broncos, yeah. Well, the, the game flow is different at that point. Right. But I, I just think CJ Anderson. Is more the more explosive player anyway? So I, I agree. I more. agree. It's just he just tends to, tends to uh, fumble at the wrong time and uh, not show up to games. Right. So, so I, I like the committee, but I get what well, you're saying. I like what you're saying about this fumble thing. So let, this could be an interesting question: Who is the goat of the game? Like who do you who do you guys each think if someone's gonna really blow the game for their team? If you have to pick, gonna be? if you have to pick two, do one on each team. You okay. do one on each team. Yeah. So, so you won't I, give away who you're picking yet. If I have to do one on each team, I would say, as much as I hate to say it, I think Peyton's going to get the blame if they lose. Mm-hmm. And on the Panthers, if they lose... Well, so how is Peyton to blow the game? He'll probably throw a pick. He'll throw a pick or he just he won't have you know the numbers to back it up. And then it'll be like, well, they lost 26 to 14. They didn't score. Uh, you know, something like that. So you don't necessarily think it would be crazy, like, the, on the game-winning drive, he throws a pick six. No, no, I don't. Away. Just, no, just no. if they lose, he'll be blamed. Right, it. right. With the Panthers, it's a little tougher, I, see, I feel, with the Panthers, because I don't think Cam is going to get blamed because the Broncos, it's just, people are just going to, you know, say, hey, the Broncos have the best defense. Of course, right. you know. Well, that's why I'm thinking it would be some, some, like, big play that happens or something. That I think Ted Ginn. Stuff. I think Ted Ginn will drop a pass. Drops a yeah, yeah like that. Ted Ginn could be either the hero or the goal very easily. I like both your picks for this one. What do yeah. you What do you say, Eric? Any different names to throw out? Yeah, I think I can see the Broncos losing on a C.J. Anderson fumble with like a minute and a half left. Um, I can see that definitely happening. I can also see, I'm forgetting his name, he's not Josh Norman or Benet Ben McGree or Charles Tolman. Um, Portland Finnegan? 
Yeah, Cortland Finnegan. I can see Cortland Finnegan getting his shit broke off by Emmanuel Sanders yeah, um, on the final much. drive of the game and losing it for them. I would like to. Honestly, I would like, because I don't like either of these guys, I would like Payton to throw a terrible pick to Finnegan. And Finnegan tries to be the hero, returns <laughs> it, and then fumbles the ball back to the Broncos. That would that, be perfect to me. That has um, happened to Peyton Manning twice that I've, like, physically seen. So. All, right. All right, so we got our picks in for good. I mean, I guess I'm a, basically, I don't know if I have anyone. I was going to say again, probably, um, and Peyton as well. Who would you Who would you pick for MVP? I, for MVP? If you had to pick one for each team. I mean, Cameron Manning is going to, I really think they will get it. Because yeah. I don't think even if I think either whichever the Broncos or Panthers wins, uh, it's gonna have to be a pretty weird game for the quarterback not to get MVP because they're gonna want to give it to them, especially if the Broncos win. They're gonna want to give it to them. But but he's gonna have to have a, just a terrible game and they somehow uh, win on defense. But the like the Broncos they've been doing that all year, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. why I, I that's why I actually think Peyton's not gonna get the MVP. Unless the game flow just narrow, well, like it's just uh, that here's, narrative here's, where he's leading them down the field, driving in the last minute. Do you remember when Kobe shot six for twenty four in Game Seven and still got Finals MVP? But that's basketball, seven games. Still. Well, here's what I think: how Payne could not get it, and the Broncos could win. It would have to be that pretty similar to the Pats game where Von. Maybe I would give it to Von Miller if he just sacks right. Newton a bunch of times. Just the line in general, the D line shuts down the Panthers. They can't run. Cam can't run. Get away. Yep. Get sacked. And but the Broncos don't do much, and it's a very low scoring game. If it maybe, plays out the same maybe way, maybe Von Miller gets it then, or someone else on the defense. Like if Owen Daniels catches two touchdowns, he's not going to. If Owen Daniels catches two touchdowns, Peyton Manning will get the MVP. Peyton Manning, yeah, yeah, no okay. unequivocally. Okay, I, I don't. I don't see any possible way Owen Daniels could get the MVP here unless he somehow makes defensive plays, which I don't think he's <laughs> in the line for. Maybe on special teams, I don't know. Maybe don't he, know he, he pulls a Tomlin and trips uh, again <laughs> running down the sideline. For the, that would get him the MVP. <laughs> the Yeah, maybe the uh, unofficial MVP. All right, well, how about one more thing before we do our picks? So we said the goats of the game or bad plays that could happen. What do you think is the most exciting play we'll see in this one? This is rough because the, the Super Bowl is so... It, you're right. Well, it's first so, of all, two-part question. Sure. Well, so we've had some pretty good Super Bowls in the past yeah. couple of years. When I, I know growing up, at least, in the early 2000s at least, there's some pretty bad ones. Yeah, Ravens, then it kind of turned around Bucks. when I was in college age and started having some good ones. But, yeah, like that, that Broncos-Seattle one was bad, obviously. But last year was really good, and there's some good ones. So part one, do you think this will be a good game, entertaining-wise, I mean, and what's a, a good play we'll see in it, an exciting play that people will talk about? So, yeah, so the Super Bowl is wacky because every year, you, this is the last game. They throw out everything. They're not saving any plays. You know what I mean? They're throwing out their whole playbook. So that's why it's weird as far as, you know, what kind of crazy play we'll see. What I do think, though, I think the game will be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a good game. That doesn't necessarily mean it'll go down to the last play like last year or the, a couple years before that. But um, I do think it'll be close. It's not going to be a route. I would be shocked if it's a route, to be honest with you. Crazy play? Or the big play that everyone will talk about. The big play that everybody will talk about, I can see Cam breaking off like a 60-yard run, man. Like, you know, getting yeah. away from some sacks and then just, you know, finding some space and, and going. Much as I bigged up the Denver defense, I can see Cam doing that. He's been doing it all year. I can see that kind of thing happening. All right. You know? I think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be tight, but I think it's going to be relatively close. I think you're not going to be like, oh, this one's over in the third quarter or anything. So is that exciting? Because the question is, will it be an exciting game? I do think it's going to be exciting. And I think the play, 
I hope the play that everyone ends up talking about on Monday morning is Peanut Tillman classic punches the ball out of a receiver's hands and the Panthers recover it. Okay. I'm going to say, unfortunately, I'm going to make the prediction that I don't think it's going to be a too exciting of a game. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the pet of you if you take like the past five or six Super Bowls, most of them have been pretty good. We're due for another not as good one, I think. I hope I'm wrong, of course, but mm-hmm. I just have a feeling if I was a betting man I'd bet on that. And I think an exciting play we'll see is Cam uh like what I was saying before about maybe someone like Von Miller going in for a sack. I think uh it's gonna look like two Broncos come in to converge on Cam. It's gonna look like he's done for. And he's gonna escape and find someone open for a touchdown or for a big play. Yeah, and that's what people are gonna be showing. Like Cam gets the MVP, and they're sh- gonna show that play over and over again. Uh, that's what I'm thinking there. So, unless you guys want to talk about anything else, I think it's time to to reveal what our picks and scores will be. I think we pretty much exhausted the topic. You feel okay? Uh, I do. Mm-hmm. To Pod Drew's point, the four times the Broncos have lost the Super Bowl, they've pretty much all been blowouts. So, mm-hmm. fair enough. What about the times they've won? A close game against the Packers, went down to the last minute pretty much, and a, a comfortable win against the Falcons. wasn't a blowout, but it wasn't close. So mostly not great games that the Broncos have been in. That doesn't bode well, but we'll see. Who wants to go first here? I think the Panthers are going to win. I think they're going to win by enough points. I think it's going to be like 34-21. to 21. So I know I'm going out on a limb here, but I'm taking on the dogs. I'm taking the Broncos. Taking your boy the shit. I'm taking the Broncos, 23-17. You glad to be untethered from me? That's yes, right. Team Cheese Nam is, yes. is the, a team divided it's now. It's been so no long. More. Jesus. I probably would. I mean, my points were okay, <laughs> but if we were playing against the spread, I would be doing well if I, if I was untethered to you. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. the team, the, the judge, of course, gave that order to tether you two together. They did do that. And that has been lifted down, of course. So, uh, I, I thought it was going to be in. A good sitcom too, or something. We get out of this. But. <laughs> we we got we got into some like antics. Okay. There was a three dates to the prom situation. It was fun. <laughs> three dates. Yeah, because we're one person. So. Okay. So if there was two dates, you probably could handle that. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, that sounds entertaining, and uh, hopefully not more entertaining than the Super Bowl will be. But I'm going to say Panthers win 24-13. Still relatively Ooh. low scoring. Yeah. And kind of close in the first half. Panthers go on like a 10-3 lead into the half and then a 24-13 final score. Newton gets the MVP, all of that jazz. Can't wait. But I hope I'm wrong. I want to see. I do. I mean, I want the Panthers to win, but I still want it to be a close game. I wouldn't be like too upset if the Broncos won or anything like that, but as long as it was a good game, of course. I will be not happy at all if the Broncos... uh, Manning just plays great somehow, and then and, and it's a boring game on top. I would be so That's going to piss me off so bad. You guys are haters. I'd be so happy. I'm It'll be great. Of, I'm All done the, with him. Uh, he'll retire. He'll, oh, speaking of which, before we go, the Rams are supposedly looking at Peyton Manning to be their quarterback. The Rams what? just want to generate as much attention as they can. Yeah, they are keeping track of Peyton Manning. They want to make sure that, uh, you know, if he doesn't retire, he'll be a Ram next year. What is Manning's status contract-wise with the Broncos? This is his last one. It is his last year. Yeah, so. Well, I can't see that happening. I can't see oh, God, it. No. I just no. I just thought it was funny narrative because you guys want him to leave so bad. Yeah. I kind of do, too. I, I think he needs to call it quits. It's over, Cowboy. I just want him to leave on top. Where we yeah, are. exactly. We don't want to see him again. Exactly. All right, well, that should do it. I mean, uh, yeah, we've pretty much covered it. It's been a great season here. 
on Messrs. Irrelevant. I'm sure we'll have to have at least do one more pod in the near future to wrap up Super Bowl 50. Sounds good. And then good. maybe just good. a little more sporadic throughout the offseason, not every week. I mean, maybe we'll go on that retreat we mentioned before. Um, the moonshine ready. And yes. Uh, yes, you really do need to give yeah, the moonshine. And I need to take a shout out of that or something else you choose, Enam, for losing that other side bet. Your, uh, your favorite coconut Malibu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'll do it. I'll do it as I watch. Manning accepting his MVP trophy. Um, just get it all, all the bad things out at once. Who yeah, but for MVP, uh, you know, he did not. I don't. I guess that wasn't part of it. Cameron Newton. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Yeah. Cam. All right. I'm and picking. You uh, uh, you're not going to say Payton. No, I'm not saying Payton. I'm picking Bob Miller. Okay. All right. So you've got quite the upset pick in there in general, and we'll see who's right, and we'll talk about it on the next Misters Relevant. But for now, uh, wait. Let me let me bang how to close the show. <clears throat> this is important. We want to make sure we get this right. Yeah, this is true. So I type in how to end your podcast. There's, yeah. n- there's nothing better than Bing. As Rod All right, Bing, what do you got for me? All right, how to make a podcast. That's not what I said, Bing. Save the marriage podcast. What? Scripting. Oh, why and how should you end a podcast? Here are some tips for deciding when to retire your podcast how to do it without pod fading pod fading well this is like mixing the retirement thing in with the podcast yeah i'm just confused you know let's just end the show and let's just bing is not helpful yeah thanks for nothing bing sucks all right peace this is what you're hearing through your speakers that's why we dance until i feel her see i found out he was my problem